Creating Madness, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ben Hoyt with Ethan Carboni. Ethan, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Ben? I'm doing fantastic. We introduce our guest. I would like to shout out the Unwrapped Sports Network, of course, platform for Creating Madness. Check out their Twitter, their Insta, all their socials, and make sure to check their page, which is $1 to become a fan. Five to join a countrywide exclusive Discord chat with sports fans just like you. And for the 10, you get a chance at a signed journey away. So it's Montgomery this month. There was Keenan Allen last month. So make sure to join that. You get everything in the $5 tier as well. Our guest today is a coach, is coach of more recently just in the tournament. Uh, welcome, Coach Preston Spradlin. How are you doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks so much for, for having me on. No problem. Of course, I did a live with Coach Spradlin just a while back, so it's great to have him here on Create. I'll start the questions off. When we talking, uh, we, you were just celebrating the Ohio Valley Championship against West Virginia. The game didn't tur uh, turn out in your favor. What was your you know what? I, th I thought we had a we had a good showing in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, obviously, I think it was our turnovers that that uh, ended up kind of being uh, what led to our demise against a really good uh, West Virginia team. But you know, I, I, reflecting on that game, uh, going into uh, the locker room and and having that final post game meeting with our team, um, you know, I told the guys if you're going to end your season, you want to you want to check three boxes. Number one. Uh, you want it to be to a quality opponent. Obviously, West Virginia being a three seed and uh, being a really good team as they were, uh, were certainly worthy of that. And um, number two, you want to make sure that you you put a put in a really good effort, which we had done all year. So I thought our guys played hard. We left everything out there on the court. And um, number three, you want to make sure you stick together because I think sometimes uh, when you're playing against uh, you know bigger opponents on a big stage like that and the score starts to turn, uh, players can break apart. And I thought that we did a really nice job of just sticking together and uh, checking those three boxes as we ended our season um, in, in, in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, for sure. I was curious. Uh, did you think that your seeding was fair? Or did you think that seeing as you had, like, a better record than, like, West Virginia, although they play in a Power 5 conference, do you think that you could have been seated a bit higher? Yeah, you know, we, we were anticipating being uh, more of a 13, maybe potentially even a 12, um, just with some of the upsets that had happened in some of the other mid-major conferences. Um, Colonial Athletic League um, Conference had, a, you know, had a, a lower seed win, uh, same way with the Sun Belt. And so typically when those happen, um, it's going to it's going to make those teams take up your your 15s and your 16s, and it's going to help boost uh, teams like us get to get to maybe uh, out of that 14 range that we were. So, um, you know, we were thinking we were going to be uh, 13, you know, being really optimistic, maybe be a 12, uh, but at worst we felt like we were going to be a 14 just with the body of work that we had put in. So, um, I wouldn't say we were disappointed. I mean, you know, when you see your name get called in in, uh, in on selection Sunday, I don't think you can be disappointed at at any point, you're just happy to be a part of the a part of the tournament and have an opportunity. But uh, I, my next question would be: um, 
you know, you had a really good season. You really had Belmont um, in the Ohio, Ohio Valley Tournament. Uh, what was the really the to come out of your season with Belmont? Um, you, you know, I just I thought that for for a year like this, even before we went to the conference tournament, um, you know, we we really praised our team just for the way that we had handled, um, you know, the COVID protocols and the testing and all the things that have gone into this year to just make it such a unique season that obviously no one's ever been a part of. And so, um, you know, we, we played all 27 of our games. I think uh, before we went to the conference tournament, we were one of 40 teams in the country that had played all 40 games. And so, um, you know, the wins are great. The win streak was great. The uh, breaking the, the school record for OVC road wins was was fantastic. Uh, obviously, winning the OVC tournament's the highlight, but I don't think any of it's possible um, without you know our players doing a great job of uh, of really being bought into to the idea that we had and the protocols that we had to keep them safe from from COVID throughout the season. And they did they took it very seriously. And uh, the fact that we've got all of our games in um, is, 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 was quite an accomplishment and, um, you don't win a championship without being able to do that. So to me that I thought that was as big of a big an accomplishment as anything that we had done this year. Uh, speaking of big accomplishments, like you said, you guys won the Ohio Valley conference. So I'm curious, looking at your top five scores, James Baker is the only senior and he can still use his fifth year of eligibility. Assuming he doesn't come back. Do you believe that you guys can run it back and win the Ohio Valley next year? Yeah, you know, and, and we'll see what happens this offseason with um, with all of our guys, you know, but uh, it's certainly going to be an interesting year uh, with the transfer portal. I mean, as we stand here today, there's a record number, uh, 1,100 players, Division One that are have entered the transfer portal. And, um, you know, winning doesn't necessarily make you immune to that because uh, it's just it's the way of the world in college basketball right now. Um, so, you know, I think the big thing that's going to be important is that you keep uh, you keep a core group of your guys and then, um, you know, how well are you are you able to adapt to recruiting, you know, throughout the transfer portal and and, um, you know, managing the guys that leave your roster and, and come into yours. And um, so absolutely, you know, that's our goal every single year. We certainly feel like we've got the pieces to do that. And then, uh, you know, um, replacing some of the guys that we will lose uh, with key players that are out there and obviously having success uh, going to the NCAA tournament, being the only the only team from Kentucky to do that helps us attract um, a lot of players on the transfer market. So, uh, you know, our plan is to be right back in contention for the um, OBC title again next year. Um, being the OBC champion, uh, you're going to have Hargan on. Obviously, Belmont will contend. Is there another team that up and coming next year that uh, you think could also be up there? Yeah, you know, we're definitely going to have that target on our back. We're not sneaking up on anyone this year, um, especially with having a lot of returning guys. The success that we had this year, it's um, it's certainly going to be – you're going to get everyone's best shot um, each and every game. And so it's going to be it's going to be the, you know, the best opportunity for every team to, to knock off a really good opponent in us. And so um, obviously Belmont ourselves and I think Murray State's going to be right up there. They're always going to be in the conversation. And I think just with the – the talent that they've got, uh, the experience that they've got, and uh, all of that coming back and combining that with with uh, Coach McMahon's ability to, to get his team headed in the right direction, I would expect them to be up there in the conversation as well. 
Uh, earlier you mentioned like you have some incoming guys. I looked on two four seven and other recruiting sites. They don't show any twenty class of twenty twenty one recruits. Uh, do you guys have any coming in? We do, yeah. So we we signed two players in the in the early signing period. Uh, the first one was uh, Chris Cole, and uh, Chris is out of uh, out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. He's a six six wing high school player and uh we're just we're super excited about the upside that he's got he's a long athletic um you know just playmaking guard and so can kind of do a little bit of everything and so we're really excited about uh what he's going to bring to the table and uh what his progression is is going to mean and then uh Tucson Redding is uh is a junior college player out of uh, northeast Oklahoma or northeast Oklahoma A&M which is a really good top 25 junior college and uh, he's the point guard out there, and uh, he, he fits the mold of what we do. He's a, he's a bigger guard. Um, he's having a really good sophomore season out there. And, um, you know, great thing about him is he's, he's playing in a really competitive league, playing on a great team with other really good players that are going to go Division One. Uh, so he's getting that experience. But at the same time, he's going to also get the year of eligibility back and be able to bring that to Moorhead State. So he'll have three years when he comes in. Yeah, just going NCAA tournament game real quick. I, you know, find in the big dance, but uh, what was your seniors in your locker room after the emotion like in the locker room? You know what? Emotion was, um, you, you know, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't as high, obviously, as, uh, as the wins and, and obviously the game before two weeks earlier. In the NCAA tournament, and so you know, players are hurt. You know that you're having a great year. Um, we hadn't experienced losing very much. Um, you know, going into the tournament, we won 19 out of our last 20 games, and so it's not a feeling that you're accustomed to when you're having a win streak like that and coming off of a championship. Um, and so, but you, you know, the message uh, to everyone after the game, just the just the the atmosphere of our game is such a is a tough fought game it was an extremely late game it didn't tip until 10 30 at night so we, we kept it pretty short in the locker room and um and then once we got back to the uh we got back to the hotel hotel we we got a chance to get back in the meal room and and um get meet with the guys real quick to have a little bit longer um conversation just to recap the year and you know just telling everybody how proud we are of them and you know i like to go around and call everybody out individually and just kind of give them praises for what each one of their individual accomplishments and, and, and uh, things that they've overcome individually and how that led to our success this year. So just kind of recapping all that and just making sure the guys know uh, how much I appreciate them, how much the staff appreciates them and just thanking them for a great opportunity and a great experience to, uh, to be a part of the NCAA yeah. tournament. Uh, final question from us um, before uh, I go is it, March in a regular season, even the unquote normal that we really experienced with March Madness. Uh, what was the at? What was like the arena atmosphere like for March Madness? Because obviously it has to be a little more different than a uh, regular season game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, for us, we were we were really fortunate that uh, we got drawn to play. Uh, to play in Lucas Oil, and um, obviously there were six different venues this year in the Indianapolis area, and uh, we we weren't able to choose where we wanted to play. But if you were asking us, we wanted to play on that stage. Uh, we wanted to play in Lucas Oil. We wanted to play in the football stadium, and 
and be on the same stage that, that that's going to crown the national champion uh, later this week. And so uh, getting to play on the biggest stage was really cool. Um, it was very different this year, um, obviously with COVID and things being spread out, but uh, just being a part of, of that that huge atmosphere and um, and all the things that come with it uh, was was really just a great experience for our guys. But I think once the ball gets tipped up, it doesn't matter if you're you're playing in a uh, an empty gym or you're playing in in Lucas Oil with uh, with you know limited capacity or full capacity. You know you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna lose yourself in the game and uh, and, and, and revert back to your habits and uh, hopefully your training and your preparation to get ready for a game like that. But uh, just a great atmosphere for our guys, especially, you know, the uh, the starting lineups when they're hearing the names called and you can hear the roar of the fans in such a, a large venue like that. That's a that's a really special moment for each and every one of those guys to to have their name called on that big stage and prepare for such a big game. Thank you, Kylan, for with us again. We had fun live panel with Michael on here. Uh, our own podcast, Creating Madness. Coach, thank you again for joining us. You got it, guys. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to being back here and having a conversation Definitely. in the future. The yep. thing, coach. Thanks, guys. All right. So, back uh before before we uh transition into our brackets i just want to do uh take a moment uh from coach bradland you know the big stadium atmospheres believe me i think a lot for college kids but to movie uh hoosiers that hoop is 10 feet tall just like in our gym and coincidentally that's in hinkle field house and it's great that they realize that because a lot of people can get flustered by the big stadium atmosphere yeah, for sure. So, let's go back to our brackets. We have now reached the final. I I can't believe we made it this far already. After a really wacky madness with Earl Roberts, a lot of games, some peculiar, peculiar. Um, we have finally reached the final four. We have an 11th UCLA, one C one Gonzaga, and we got a two C Houston. Yep. But before we hop into that, Ben, uh, can we go over the Elite Eight games? Really? Monday, you got Arkansas and Baylor. Baylor winning this 81-72. Honestly, from Arkansas, my one problem was probably a fair amount of foul trouble and Tate having six turnovers killed him. You can't have one of your lead ball handlers turn the ball over. All over, you're giving up points, and Baylor is such a good team that you can't afford to really turn the ball against them. That's why I have them as my national champion. This one. Yeah, for sure. And then Arkansas... Oh, not Arkansas. Oregon State versus Houston, 67-61 Houston. I don't know about you, but it really looked like Houston's just trying to throw away the game there. Like, they had such a huge lead, and then they really just nearly choked it away, almost, at the end of that. Yeah, it was definitely a fun, I mean, football coach, I mean, uh, my coach, 
is in a very respectful financial four. And they look to me that I, I'm not surprised her. And they're also paying for the four in a couple of my brackets. So, again, not surprised. Yep. And then yesterday's games, before we hop into the best one, Gonzaga-USC, 85-66, a slaughter of the Trojans. Gonzaga is really looking like they are going to win this tournament this year. I think Gonzaga was the team to beat going in. I, I, I think that Drew Timmy is such a terrible player. And I think that Gonzaga was going in. And uh, the best team so write them off the face of the planet. Yeah. Uh, also, UCLA, Michigan, upset, 51-49. After Michigan missed that clutch three at the end, UCLA wins it. Johnny Juzang just absolutely lit it up with 28 points, 11 for 19 from the field. Just great. Johnny Juzang was the younger brother of Juzang Harvard, played basketball there. His kid's a obviously his brother. Um, I, Johnny's like, I don't know what he is. He's such a sure he can shoot the, kick it out. He's just a real good all around player. And stop. I thought Michigan it late. Well, <laughs> take a look. Four. Um, I needed UCLA to win that by the way. Because I had, uh, Michigan losing the elite eight. And I did not want them advancing to the All from an Illinois fan and from the rest of the Big Ten, we are all very happy that Michigan's not in the Final Four. So thank you to UCLA. Definitely. Um, because uh, my Alabama turned out, it didn't turn out, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, not, I don't think need. Nope. All right, let's go to our next thing again. Now we go to the Final Four. Just reviewed our teams a while back. Uh, let, let's get our take on each matchup. Ethan, here you go. Personally, I think Baylor kills Houston. They've had the easiest route to a Final Four in history, facing only double-digit seeds. I think that they value play uh, Gonzaga. UCLA has had a miracle run, but I don't think Johnny Juzang can carry them past the intimidating force of the undefeated Gonzaga. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. For brackets, but I agree with you with the Baylor thing. I think Baylor's way too strong against Houston. They'll knock them out. And if we have a Baylor-Gonzaga final, I won't be unhappy. Of course, but who do you think wins that Baylor Gonzaga final? I I want to say Baylor, but I know with all my heart it's going to be Gonzaga. I the finals, huh? I mean, they they can they continue to make the final four and lose. I think this win and Drew again on and off the ball. So Gonzaga, but either way, it really could go either way. But I think Baylor still has to hit lights out from three if they want to win that game. Before we 
go off. Um, let's review our brackets real quick. I, I want to say that Alabama game absolutely. Uh, including, by the way, we should remind us of the agreement. If Ethan is this bracket, which he very it's official. official. It's official. will be changing his profile pic to the red and blue of Penn. It, it now depends on which pen I'm going to display on Instagram. Because I'm doing the photos. Do you know that, right? Yep, you will send them to me and I will post them. Um, And so that, that I'm willing to wrap and I'm also winning the Sixers Dome bracket, but that's uh, falling away from me. I've been in the percentile of brackets in the country. Not a bad year. Ethan, how about you? I made the very big mistake. I chose, I am going to bet with my heart instead of my brain. And had I done that, I would have had Illinois getting out probably to U.S. not USC, West Virginia. But you know, I really choked my bracket away by going with Illinois. That's my problem. I know next year I'm not gonna be able to do that because I'm not gonna put any favoritism in this bracket next year. That's yeah, my problem. we are, with our brackets were very poor. Like, yours by is my horse bracket and um I, I i just wasn't happy with it i forgot to you know unsubmit some picks um at ohio winning i had syracuse the sweet rucker um i i had vcu winning they should have won but you know virus and everything um the, the only upset that i like just did uh that i didn't predict was like uh Roberts upset. I had UCLA Michigan do not as far as them. I got a lot of points in the early rounds, and then the later rounds, I continued to get points until Alabama just put it away. Yeah. So that should be for today. Do you have anything else, Ethan? Honestly, not really. We're just getting ready for that Final Four and National Championship game Saturday and Monday. All right, so before we sign off, um, we want to shout out the Universe Network, official platform of uh, Creating Madness. Make sure to check out their Twitter, Instagram, all their socials, and their Patreon. Want to become a fan? Countrywide Discord chat involving Swordman, just like you, that is exclusive only to the five and ten dollar tier. And ten dollar chance to win a signed jersey every month. And this month is David Montgomery. Must be happy with that, Ethan. You know, some representation in the network. Um, Keenan Allen, and it would be different. We're nearing the championship. And we may have some surprises after the national championship. So stay stay tuned. See you guys next week.